Experiencing grief after loss is challenging in itself, but to add more loss, that can bring on what some may call grief overload. That's an excerpt from the show. Today, we'll be discussing cumulative grief, and here's the intro. Welcome to Managing My Grief, where it's all about learning to live with grief after experiencing loss. Here's your host, Miss Dilworth. I'm glad you chose to join me for this discussion on cumulative grief. Did you know that there are different types of grief? While we discuss cumulative grief, keep in mind that it isn't good or bad. It's a mere way for you to identify what you are experiencing. When you understand what you are experiencing, it can be used as a grounding place and it can bring normalcy to the experience, which in itself is gratifying and beneficial. Cumulative grief is when someone experiences multiple losses within a short period of time. Experiencing grief after loss is challenging in itself, but to add more loss, that can bring on what some may call grief overload. When someone experiences grief overload or cumulative grief, they many times have thoughts of, I'm going out of my mind, or I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. Please understand that this reaction is normal, very normal to an abnormal situation. There are many reactions people can have after experiencing multiple losses in a short period of time, such as denial or state of shock. Your brain is an amazing and powerful organ. Some come from a belief system that your subconscious mind will only share information with your conscious mind when needed. That your subconscious mind is partially designed to only give your conscious mind information it can process at that moment. So when someone is in denial after experiencing a loss, one can see it as that person's subconscious mind is protecting them from reality because their conscious mind can't handle processing the multiple losses in that moment. The relationship between your conscious mind and subconscious mind is much more complicated and layered than what I described, but that's a very simplistic overview. For those who like analogies, Here's one that was taken from griefrecoverymethod.com. Visualize what is happening inside of you. Most of us have a drawer, cupboard, or closet where we store those scattered items that we might need someday, but don't know what to do with it in the meantime. We have a neighbor down the street who appears to have an entire garage filled with such things. When we open this container, it is often difficult to find anything amid all that clutter. It can be overwhelming. This is very much like our personal internal storage center for those grief-filled memories in our life. It is such a random collection of memories of sad moments from our life that it's difficult to isolate each individual thought. The belief that our subconscious mind will only share what our conscious mind can handle and the analogy that our internal experience is like a messy drawer or closet resulting in one becoming overwhelmed and shutting down can also be seen as defense mechanisms. While family members may try to force a loved one to acknowledge multiple losses, the person experiencing the cumulative grief has intentionally or unintentionally created a defense mechanism to protect themselves from the pain and sadness of their losses. History of trauma is a factor to consider that can play a key role in the use of defense mechanisms. So, what to do? Please be understanding of yourself and others who are in denial or shock 
after experiencing multiple losses in a short period of time. It may be possible that your conscious mind is unable to process that information at this time. The grand impact of those losses may be too overwhelming for you to process, and that's okay. When you are ready, take one step at a time to work through your cumulative grief. You can learn to manage the grief that derived from multiple losses. Next, create a healthy, non-judgmental support system. You can find support from friends, family, support groups, a local church. I recall a few years ago while looking for a speaker at one of my events I put on each year called Trusting God Through Grief. I went to a local church. They had a support group that went through a curriculum that used a mixture of videos, a workbook, the Bible, and a creative component to help people in the community to manage grief. I only attended once, but the strategies used seemed very helpful to the members of the group. Another source that many turn to are online support groups, support groups put on by hospitals or community agencies. Another thing to try to do is learn about normal grief. Click on the podcast Types of Grief, Normal Grief to hear the information shared. Also, read articles and books or watch videos of what normal grief looks like. By having an example, you can gauge where you are on the spectrum of grief. When analyzing your mourning and grief, it's not a time to be judgmental. It's a time to be understanding and accepting where you are on your journey with living with grief. If you notice you're engaging in unhealthy mourning practices, such as self-harm, suicidal ideations, or homicidal ideations, please seek professional help from a licensed clinical professional counselor. To connect with me to share your thoughts or to provide suggestions for a future show, contact me at missdilworth.com. To learn more about grief, click on another show. To attend a grief workshop, go to managingmygrief.net. Have a productive day and live in your greatness.